0: Hello and welcome to my podcast called Innovation. Innovation was inspired by my previous podcast, Silence, where over the course of two years, I spoke each week with over 100 women from Science, Technology, Engineering and Mathematics, or STEM. I kept all of those guests anonymous so that they could talk openly and honestly about their lives. We discuss their experiences, what they've learned along their life journey and their hopes and ideas for living fulfilling and contented lives. Because their identities were always kept safe, the conversations on silence were always so raw and transparent. And we didn't just talk about being women in STEM, but about everything. The topics that tended to come up were also the same topics that I'd discussed with my own friends or mentees or I'm asked about after I've given a talk in schools and colleges. So I thought, rather than keep these topics closed, how about throwing them out into the world and letting everyone hear and engage in issues that are clearly important to many of us? What I've done is sift through all the episodes of silence to bring you my favourite soundbites on these certain topics. So each week on innovation, I'll be reflecting on the perspectives that came up on silence that I feel are really actually pearls of wisdom that I found particularly provoking, inspiring, and empowering in the hope that they resonate with you too. This week is all about blame. So I don't know about you, but I have to confess that I've spent a lot of my life blaming circumstances, people, events, you know, so many different things on what my life has turned out to be. And so what I'm saying is that I've spent a long, long time saying, well, I didn't go to the best university because my parents maybe didn't have much money or I didn't become the top of the company because I'm female, or because I'm brown skinned, or because, because, because. And so there are many reasons in my mind for why I wasn't where I should be in life. And it's something that I do still, you know, whenever I'm feeling a bit like a victim I'm often blaming things outside of myself for feeling like a victim. And so on this episode, I wanted to talk about the whole process of blame because what I've come to realise is that by blaming people, places and things, that actually you're really disempowering yourself. And so I wanted to sort of like muddle through and find by listening to women from STEM that have been on my podcast, Silence, whether there is a way of getting back one's own power by handling blame in a different way. So my first soundbite is from episode eight, where... I try to uncover where blame comes from in the first place. Um I
1: think
2: there's a lot of like societal conditioning to be apologetic and be you know ready to take the blame for things.
0: I feel like blame is everywhere. I think we tend to blame everything else first. And I think as a society, we do tend to play the victim. And you know, if you're not achieving or accomplishing or behaving in a way that you had hoped for yourself, sometimes it can be everybody else's fault. Um, And I think, you know, my, my guest talks about societal conditioning, I think many of us have been raised to feel like when things don't work out the way we want that actually it is the fault of someone or something else and that's okay you know yes maybe we many of us have been raised that way you know if you're not getting the best grades in school then it's the teacher's fault if you're not getting the best grades in school then it's the pandemic's fault. If you're not getting the best grades at school, then it's your friends who are really distracting. You know, often there are so many other reasons why it's not unfolding the way you want it to. And I think as a woman in STEM, and my guests from science being women in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and maths, I think often many of us have felt like victims because since we're in a minority, it's often felt like the reason why we're not succeeding, or further along, is because we are in a minority. And whilst that may be very true, um, I think constantly blaming everybody else for why you're not further along or why it's tough or hard um, only gets you so far and then it actually limits you and it keeps you stuck and so on the one hand I don't want to belittle being a victim but what I do want to do is work out how we can stop being victims and actually move into a sense of empowerment. So this quote is from episode 43, which I think communicates the fine balance that we need to strike.
1: I think that, that a big problem is that sometimes women, you know, encounter judgment or hatred or negativity and people either diminish it or kind of blow it up without actually addressing the root cause. Right. And I think that makes women feel very insecure um, or kind of just objectified. And um, I think when you really start to talk about why these things are happening, that perhaps it's not even this individual or this group of people to blame, that it's really just the system to blame, then Mm. it's easier for everybody to understand and deal with.
0: I definitely don't deny that often we can be victims. I certainly have felt very much like a victim for being female, for being a woman of colour, you know, from coming from a lack of privilege, a lack of a network, uh, because my parents are immigrants. And so, you know, I felt very much like a victim my whole life. And I think I've actually had reasonable grounds to do so. But as I've gone through life and got older, actually, I've really started to realise that being a victim, Whilst it's great to have the sympathy from others um, and the understanding for why things haven't been easy, it also is very limiting. And so this idea that it's been really hard because of external circumstances is like, oh, I feel really bad for you. But, you know... I wanna go beyond that. I wanna go beyond those limiting circumstances and actually thrive with the situation I'm in. And I think thriving in a limiting situation is not down to changing the situation and making it easier. I think thriving is down to changing our attitude. But I think it takes a lot of strength and resilience to want to thrive. Because, you know, women in particular, especially if they're in a male dominated environment, are really suppressed. And I think it's really important to be aware of that suppression because having an awareness of where you are being limited is one step closer to being able to overcome it. This from Episode 74.
1: I felt like it was assumed that girls would work harder because there are so few of us in engineering. Mm. So we we're either taken for a ride because people just use us to get the good grade because we were always paired up in labs. Mm. Or if something went wrong, they'd just blame the woman because the woman doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah.
0: I'm not denying that it's really hard when you are suppressed and limited by others. Um, but I've also talked to women on silence who are really thriving despite the fact that they're the only woman in a situation or the only person of ethnic minority. And what separates the women who feel like victims from the women who are thriving is literally how they view themselves. So there's the one woman who continues to feel like a victim. And that was me when I had less life experience. And so they feel very much like they're being restricted in some way. So this is a soundbite from episode 42.
2: I definitely
1: have struggled with feeling like maybe I'm not cut out for this subject. Um, and and definitely have been and continue to be uh, a victim of
2: imposter syndrome.
0: And then there's the woman who absolutely feels like it's totally her choice to be the victim or not. This from episode 24.
2: That's what I'll, I'll, I'll help them the most with is how to be strategic. Yes, women are talked over. Yes, we are overlooked um, at times. And so knowing that there's real bias out there, you know, rather than go victim to it, I have to make empowering choices for how I can be successful
0: in that environment. There is an age difference between these two women. And I certainly feel like I've experienced being in both mindsets where, when I was younger, I was like, gosh, I really am the victim here. Like, I really am feeling like an imposter. I don't fit in. This, you know, it's so unfair. There are so few women in this industry. I'm never going to thrive. I mean, I even left engineering because I felt like such an imposter. And then there's a more mature view on it all where it's like, yeah, We can be imposters. We are imposters. We are the minority. But it's how I choose to see myself in that imposter syndrome environment that counts. And we can be strategic and we can view ourselves differently, not as someone that can't contribute to the table because we don't look like everybody else, but actually someone that can contribute because we are so different. And I love that empowered attitude from episode 24 because it's really our own choice, whether we thrive in a situation or not. And so how do we go from that victim mentality to a mentality whereby we are much more in control of our own attitude? I talked to a guest on episode 65 who tells me about her ways of pulling herself out of victim mode so it's I'll run through
2: my gratitude list um sometimes if I'm able to I can get get out you know get out into nature so that often helps me get get a better perspective sometimes exercising get those endorphins in you know move my body shake it out of my body and Um, sometimes where it can be sitting um in being aware of where it can sit you know this like this feeling of of disempowerment or or i am the victim you know in the sorry state that you're in and like poor me poor me totally Mm -hmm. disempowered so um Yeah. And and then you can journal. So sometimes, uh, you know, journaling, journaling is a great exercise as well. And it's, it's very useful in terms of what you can uncover. So often, sometimes what I find when I journal is that I get the answer myself. So I start to parent myself like a good parent would or like a best friend would, you know, so rather than being you know, this critic, um, and being very hard on yourself, you mm. know, you actually turn it turn it round. Be there um, for yourself. Exactly. And nurture nurture yourself. Um mm. so things things like those things, you know, can can help. You know, some people might use other mediums, some people might draw or write or sing, or um, you know, sometimes you have to go and see see a, a therapist, you know, to to get a clearer picture and, and rewrite some of the stories that you're thinking. But I usually work through the, the gratitude first and change my state. Yeah.
0: I mean that's just so incredibly powerful is the fact that you can literally flip your attitude on its head. Exactly. Honestly, it can be that simple of flipping one's attitude. But it's really difficult to do on a continual basis. And I am saying that from the heart because You know, I often get moments of like, yeah, my attitude is completely up to me and all I have to do is write a gratitude list and I can flip my attitude and become positive and optimistic. But it's not so easy because if we've been raised with certain attitudes where we've been conditioned to feel like we are victims or we've we've been, I don't know, somehow hard done by in life because of horrible traumatic events that have happened or just we've suffered in some way it can be difficult to even put pen to paper to write a gratitude list or even want to flip our attitude sometimes it can be more comforting to just stay in the suffering but for me personally what i feel is that staying stuck doesn't get anyone anywhere staying stuck in that misery doesn't help you to grow and evolve and where I'm at today is that when I am feeling uncomfortable and I want to blame everybody else for feeling rubbish, I now stop and go, okay, Shinny, what is it that's going on with you? What can you change about your own attitude? Um, you know, maybe I'm jealous of someone or I feel like I'm not good enough or that I could be doing more or I'm comparing myself to somebody else and going, oh, they're so much better than me. I have to stop and go, it's not about what is outside of me. It's really about my attitude towards things, the way I'm seeing things. What can I change about myself to learn from the suffering? If I'm jealous of someone, what is it that I need to learn about that jealousy? Do I feel uncomfortable with certain decisions I've made? Um, Am I jealous of someone because I want their life and I've chosen something completely different and I haven't quite sort of figured out what it is I want? And again, that is why a topic like this comes up on innovation because it's again down to really knowing who you are and having a greater sense of self, being confident with the decisions you've made. For example, I've never had children. And I've spent a lot of time wondering whether that was the right choice. And, you know, today I look at mothers and they're so close with their children. And, you know, so completely Um, loved up. And I just think, gosh, I'm never going to experience that because I've chosen not to have children. Maybe I made a huge mistake. But instead of feeling like the victim, because I never chose to do that, or I never picked the guy that was going to be the father of my kids, um, I could say, well, maybe my choice was the right one for me, because I've got other things to do with my life than raise children. Maybe I'm supposed to help lots of other children who are not my own become better versions of themselves? I don't know. But rather than look at things externally to me, it's about going inwards and saying, what is it that makes me feel uncomfortable and is wanting to blame and is wanting to feel like the victim? And what is it that I can learn from this Person or thing that's making me feel uncomfortable and is making me suffer and making me feel really hard done by. And I'm absolutely certain that there will be a lesson in it. So when I'm blaming the weather, for example, on oh, the weather is preventing me from filming, it's so rubbish, I'm such a victim, like this always happens to me. I can never ever just do my job well, like the weather is always out of my favour. I can flip it around and say, well, maybe this weather being bad gives me an opportunity to do things indoors, like write or record this podcast or just do something else that is equally enriching. And look for the lesson in every situation, in every uncomfortable feeling. Look for the lesson because there's always, we can take those opportunities to learn and grow and evolve or we can stay stuck in victim mode and be like, oh, this is just so awful. No, I'm sure that even through the worst experiences, there's something good that can come out of it. Whether that's strengthening your character, strengthening your resilience, or just allowing you to be more empowered by saying, the weather doesn't have to affect me. The weather doesn't have to be the thing that directs and determines my positivity in life. And so I'm going to leave you with a last quote from episode 36, because it is all about taking responsibility for our own lives. This is about being mature. This is about saying that my choices and my decisions in life are down to me. And the way my life is going is completely down to me. You know, yes, events and coincidences and circumstances may be out of your control, but how you respond to those is completely up to you. And I've had my own fair share of really terrible things happen. In some respects, I'm actually going through a period of time where things have never been so challenging for various reasons. But my attitude is completely different to when I was younger today because I really feel like all of those biggest challenges are there to nudge me along my life's path and push me into directions that allow me to become a stronger, braver, more courageous woman through life and ultimately become a better version of myself. So this from episode 36.
1: I then chose to leave the country I grew up in because I thought, well, you know, my parents speak English. I speak English. I think there's more opportunities for me in a different country that will also give me even more independence. So, yes, I just I got myself I worked really hard to get myself scholarships and bursaries and help and I moved over to England for sixth form and then just stayed on.
0: Amazing. Do you know what? It sounds like you have discovered something that some people take a whole lifetime to discover, which is the importance of taking responsibility for your own life.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Because I think even adults in their more senior years continue to blame other people for the way their life has gone. I've definitely been guilty of that. Where yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, my parents pushed me, I'm such a victim. <laughs> and, you know, and and snapping out of that and just saying, you know what, my attitude is my own choice is one of the most mature and positive things you can do for yourself. And it sounds like you discovered that at the age of 12. Oh, I,
1: I guess maybe I did. Thanks. Um, yeah, I also, you know, I wasn't even thinking of it in that way. I thought at the time, I want to make sure that my achievements are mine. I don't want to feel like I owe anything to anyone, partly so that then people can't hold things over me and say, oh, I got this, Um Yeah. And I just thought, I thought I'd have a much greater sense of fulfillment if I got something because I knew I'd worked hard towards it. So, you know, not through nepotism or, you know, through my parents pushing me. I just thought if it's, you know, through just me, then I'll just feel, it will feel a lot more rewarding. And then I thought, I, I thought I'd be able to sort of help other people and inspire others more if I could kind of go into a school and do outreach and I could say, I did this myself and my background wasn't that different to yours. You know, I did come from, you know, not much money and, you know, not much, not many
0: scientists around, but Mm. I
1: managed it and so can you.
0: So it's all about being a grown up, taking responsibility for the decisions you make and actually taking your power back instead of draining it through people, places and things through the blame game and feeling like a victim thank you so much for listening this week please do subscribe to this podcast and maybe even rate and review if you can i'd love to have your feedback on this episode or any others that you've listened to and maybe even suggestions for future topics on this show it's all about self-discovery and evolution on innovations, so if there are any issues which you feel are holding you back from living to your fullest potential then I'd love to delve into that by drawing upon the wisdom and experiences of my amazing guests. Be kind and loving to yourselves and I wish you all a great week.